Ladies and gentlemen, we bring you our master of ceremony. Welcome to the Nerd Faction Podcast. I don't have a Woody intro, so we're just gonna just gonna go from there. Hot. That's about all I got. I, I don't know. Sometimes I think about these beforehand, and I didn't. I didn't today. Not today. No, it's a slow no, day. No, not really. I'm tired. I got work tomorrow. <laughs> so <laughs> we're just we're just gonna roll right along with it. Uh, so we'll knock out the uh the trailers and stuff first. So which one do you? Okay, we're gonna talk about three. We have Wonder Woman, we have Black Widow, and we have free guy with ryan reynolds which one do you want to talk about first i want to talk about black widow first because it's the most uh it's it's the least interesting thing on our on our list here i think okay well then uh would you like to open up with thoughts first uh i think it's going to be another just to just i think okay i think it's going to be as a as a story it's going to hit those basic marvel beats that we're so used to getting you know mm-hmm. but I I do, and I'm hoping, uh, based on what we saw, you know, the small amounts of action we saw, I'm hoping it's going to be the 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 next uh, Captain America Winter Soldier. Because mm, that yeah. has some hot that to me that is the closest that Marvel has ever gotten to the level of John Wick action. So mm, I, yeah, which I mean, it's fucking hot. It was cool because it was like a spy thriller, which made it better than most of their other stuff. Yeah. At least I think for most people. Uh I don't know. I think Scarlett Johansson will do good. Um I don't know. I guess it just kinda depends on how their first movie back out of the gate from, you know, Endgame does. Cause I think I was just so invested in like the whole arc of the however long Marvel was doing their fucking movie since, you know, two thousand eight. We're having like this whole decade-long saga of movies i was like super invested in it and so then it all paid off and now i think i'm just kind of back to square one where i'm like all right go see a marvel movie well home, uh what is it was it far from home spider-man far from home that did really well yeah. why do you sound far away oh whoops that was my bad i forgot that i uh so <laughs> uh just so you know i actually have a two mic set up right now so oh, okay. you hear me consistently no matter what um, the podcast audio, uh, it varies a lot of the time, but oh, hopefully okay. they hear me consistently so far. I'm experimenting. I'm learning a lot editing these podcasts. I'm learning yeah. a lot and I'm trying to customize Retain at least my, well, that and customize my and our setup specifically. So that way I don't have to sacrifice, you know, I can make everything more efficient, more, more quality, hopefully. So we'll see how that goes. But uh, yeah, you can probably hear the cat in the background. She's doing some shit with the litter box. So, uh, hey, that's what that, that's what your new noise gate's for. Hopefully, that solves the issue to some degree. I'm just keeping the mic muted until I start talking for now, just because <laughs> she's being like super loud and it's just. Really you know, you don't annoying. have to do that, right? In in oh, editing, I, know, I, I cut you out whenever you stop I'm, talking. Anyway, <laughs> I'm just like looking at this. This audio wave is making me upset. Oh, well, fair enough. Okay, she's at a litter box now, so it's fine. Anyway, yeah, I don't know. I'm just like, we'll we'll see how it goes. I think most of the major ones I invested in are like over now, so they got to kind of like get me reinvested yeah. in the stories. They got to work. Which for I it. mean, it, the 
it's good to start off with Black Widow. I think that's a smart move to just go back to someone that everybody knows. So that way everybody feels like, you know, still kind of connected and a continuation of what they did before, even though it's going to be like all new shit. But, uh, I don't know. I mean, I like Scarlett Johansson. Well, the, the, that's the, the interesting thing about this so far with this, with, uh, with, what is it? Black Widow is that it's not like, we're not going back. Oh, well, we are going back to someone we know, but it's not a continuation. It's, it's a, it's a prequel, uh, before Endgame. and uh, Spider-Man Far From Home was our sequel. That was our, that was our continuation. And that was okay. Like, I liked it. I liked the movie. Um. The cool thing with this movie, though, is going to be the the villains. I'm hoping that Taskmaster just kind of, because Taskmaster's, uh, well, as far as we know, is the main villain. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm hoping that they set him up for some cool shit. I want him to come back. I want him to actually, like, fuck with people, because Taskmaster is a big deal. Yeah. I mean, hmm. I don't know, because the only really, like, time I got super into Marvel was because of the movies, because I'm more of just, like, DC fan anyway. Yeah. Which we'll get into in a second. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I hope it's just not, like, too generic spy-ish. Because, like, I think Black Widow had one of the more complicated pasts that was always alluded to, but they never, like, really dived into... Yeah. Dived into it. Because, like, that can get, like, pretty dark and pretty dramatic. So I think if they were to really, like grow a pair and go for like a more deep type story yeah that would really that would really interest me i don't think they're gonna do it but <laughs> if they did that'd be pretty cool but i mean knowing marvel they'll probably play it mostly safe maybe they'll throw in like one or two kind of like slightly heavy themes but they'll probably pull off of them for a little or like for the most part and then it'll just be i don't know i just hope it's not kind of paint by the numbers marvel movie hmm because I kind of felt that's how Far From Home was. I enjoyed Far From Home, but I also felt it was just kind of like paint-by-numbers Marvel movie for the most part. Yeah. But, I mean, it had it, I mean, it was great. I mean, I liked it. Don't get me wrong. But we've been dealing with Marvel movies for the past fucking decade It's hard to surprise now. You. Yeah, it's real hard to surprise us as an audience with these movies now. Right, I mean, and that's where, you know, that's why I was so excited for, like, Infinity War and Endgame, because that was like, alright, they're this, they're actually, you know, they're changing things, they're going big, they're doing different. Yeah. They're not just kind of making this, that's why, like, a lot of people gave Ant-Man shit, but I actually really enjoyed Ant-Man, because it was like a heist movie, it was different, it was like its own self-contained thing, it was like a heist movie, so I'm kind of hoping they can do that with this one, so, because she's not... Iron Man, she's not Captain America, you know, yeah. it's not going to be her versus, hopefully, a giant drone army, and then she takes out it the has to be bad a guy and everything story. stops. Yeah, exactly. So I'm hoping they do something interesting with it, Um, kind of like how they made Ant-Man basically just a heist movie, like yeah. a Marvel heist movie. If they make, if they go in the same vein as like Civil War and do like a spy thriller, I think that'll be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, it depends on who they introduce, how Scarlett Johansson carries it, which I'm sure she can. She's proven that she can play Black Widow before, but several times, exactly. She, she has a small amount of experience playing Black Widow. 
But the thing is, is she's never had her own movie though. You know, like yeah. she can carry scenes in. She's an never had to carry movie. her own Marvel movie before. She's carried That's other what I'm movies. Saying. Like she's carried her scenes in ensemble movies, and she's been a very strong supporting character in movies like Civil War. But obviously, she's never had her very own. So I, that's what I mean. Like she's obviously capable to play back Black Widow, mm-hmm. but is she capable enough as playing Black Widow to produce a whole movie and put it on her back, basically? Although Marvel does a really good job of any time they introduce something new, they have really good supporting cast to help Lean fluff on, it out. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah exactly. I think so she'll be. I'm fine. sure they'll do the same thing. Uh, it more depends on the writing, I guess. You know, yeah. let's just hope they get also, the together. Also, I don't like the 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 her sister or whatever they wind up fighting and i guess they team up or whatever so i mean that kind of ruins the tension of that moment because they obviously team up whatever i guess it's probably oh not that is to be that given away anyway. in the trailer that they just instantly... yeah that, well, that's kind of my thing like if they didn't show that then like you could really play up the tension but now i know when they fight they're not actually going to kill each other mm. now i'm sure people who know a lot about the comic books and know a lot about black widow they know that wouldn't happen anyway because they know like the storyline i don't though so like if they didn't show that and then like they just showed some other parts, and then they just showed, like, Black Widow having to fight this other operative who's obviously trained the same way and, like, views as a sister. I'm like, oh, shit, that's, like, a real threat because it's, like, mirror fight, you know? Yeah. It's, like, mirror fight of Black Widow, but now I know that they're going to team up, and so it doesn't fucking matter. Iron Monger. So, yeah, so, I mean, as long as, I, I mean, I guess if the fight's cool, because, like I said, when we watched the trailer, whenever she gets, like, thrown through the door and, like, her leg, like, gets caught, like, in the door it's and impactful. stuff. It's like, impactful, re- yeah. They really fucking sent her, and I was like, "All right, that's pretty fucking." It's cool. pretty violent, yeah. So it's, yeah, exactly. It should be. It should so. be uh, pretty interesting. Yeah, and I'm sure. I mean, you know, Marvel. Marvel knows what they're doing. We'll see if they can keep it up, though, because I mean, it's hard to consistently always make great movies. I would definitely say so not far. for our great Lord Kevin Feige. It's not hard for him. I mean, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> avoiding like okay so disregarding controversies around brie larson i thought captain marvel was fucking boring oh oh that's, no that shit was boring but it wasn't a part of the plan that's like disregarding like all the fucking drama about political whatever nonsense yeah ignoring all that just like looking at the movie itself i was like captain marvel was eh. not interesting but that's i blame that due to the fact that it was literally like a sticky note on the grand plan it wasn't meant to be there. And then, you know, Wonder Woman came out. Everyone fell in love with that shit. They saw that there was a market for that. And then they said, we have one too. And there's, first of all, there's in the comics is an alcoholic. So <laughs> she has that cool dynamic going for her, which is kind of why she's such an asshole. In this, mm-hmm. in, in, in Captain Marvel, she was just a shitter because she's sassy. And that's it. That's the thing is, is like, she, she didn't really have personality for the it was just kind of all very one note and then i mean i guess it does have to kind of come back to political because there were some things about it to where like i get the they wanted to have the very powerful female character but it feels they just kept bashing you over the head like her flashbacks to her falling like they did it in the trailer her flashbacks of her falling down her getting back up when the people told her she couldn't because she's a girl but she through all the odds she did it and like I'm fine with that storyline, but I don't need it like beat. I don't want to be beaten over the head with that. Like you can show me like the one flashback and you can show like her going through the adversity, overcoming it because she is a strong female character and all that stuff. Just give it to me like once, maybe even twice. And like, we're good. But when you repeatedly are just like, pop, pop, 
just smacking you in the head with it. I'm like, all right, I mean, I get it. That's that's funny, actually. I I felt the complete opposite. I felt like that moment, as cool as it was, was not earned. I felt like they didn't do it enough because it wasn't a part of the theme. It was just right. like an implied, like, I guess, I don't know, idea that the directors or whoever was making it, I guess, the writers, who whoever's to blame for that, just assumed that we should just know that that's a thing and that is like a goal that they were trying to establish. So I, I felt like it, it might have been in my head because of the trailer. Because literally, like the trailer that I remember seeing, it was all just like and it was a good trailer. The it was the flashbacks of her getting knocked down, and then it was like the they kept intercutting it with like the image of her like getting, getting up, up. Yeah. and then there was like talk about like I know. I'm almost positive. I'd have to rewatch it just to make sure. But there's like a male voice saying that she can't do it or to give up because she's a girl or whatever as she's standing up. And then what was the tagline of that trailer? I think the tagline was something like super empowering type thing, too. I can't remember off the top of my head. You're right. But so basically, like I watched all that. So then when I saw those moments in the movie, like all I thought about was the trailer. And I was like, I get it. I, I, yeah, I get it. But I don't know. Brie Larson seemed kind of one dimensional. The best part was the, um, I mean, I guess. They turned the bad guy into the good guy, and then they made the bad guy, who's now the good guy, like, the um, comic relief. Which I'll admit, like, the scrolls were, they're pretty funny. Like, I enjoyed them. They probably made it the most bearable for me. But, like, the action, she's just, like, flying around in space, like, flying through ships. I was just kind of like, eh. Like, yeah. that kind of, to me, felt... I don't know, because, you know, when you watch most of the other good or better Marvel movies, like, the action stuff is always really good, especially, like, in stuff like Civil War and stuff. The first two Thors were meh, but, I mean, once you get to, like, Ragnarok, it's all super good and stuff. And if, like, Captain Marvel was one of the first ones they did, I'd give it a pass, but it was, like, the last one they did before they, like, fired off the grand finale of Fireworks, and it just didn't look that good. Segway. Well, I was going to. <laughs> no, this is, but this is going to be a theme now, from now on. Every time, every time I have one, I, I'm I have just one like, set up. Okay, I have one ready. <laughs> every time, I'm just going to be like, you know what? I feel like doing. This is going to be your thing. You're going to do great segues. I'm going to do awful, sudden, abrupt ones. That's going to be because right, I had I had one ready, you know, because uh, you know. We could have, and I'm gonna throw off your off magnificent of... segue. Every I mean, time. you already did. No, and this is so. no, this is gonna be a thing now forever. I mean, I'll just have to get to him sooner. I just didn't know if you had anything more to say. No, so, so I was waiting for like <laughs> one last thing if you had it, and I was gonna be like, you want to know who, what other company had a strong female lead with bad CG, but oh. it was actually a good movie at least. <laughs> be Wonder Woman. You can't tell me the end of Wonder Woman wasn't no, the, basically okay. shit. The end of Wonder Woman. It was it pretty was much shit. the weakest part of that movie. It was pretty much shit. The rest of the movie was so good, though, I overlooked but it. But I didn't hate but... the CGI. <laughs> I hate it. Like, the thing, okay. Let me, just, let me just put this out there about CGI really fast. All right. Uh, CGI is best used when you don't notice it. It's impossible to not notice it in impossible situations. So as long as it looks aesthetically appealing to me, it gets an A Which, no matter what. Realistic or not. That's the thing is it didn't look aesthetically appealing. To me, I don't it, know. it was aesthetically appealing because it fit the tone and color tones of the movie. 
Well, I don't know what it is they did, but like the motion of everything was just so off. And I know she's a superhero, but like they were doing all this like I don't know, dude. They were just going crazy, and like they they lost track of space. Like that's that was kind of the thing that I think really threw me off from it. Like, because it's been a minute since I've seen it, but I'm trying to think back to that end where they basically fight the devil, which is. A whole well, other the, fucking... The, the ending is, there is no space. It's just a flat open plane. That's the thing, though, is, is that, like, they're still on, like, they're still on the airfield and stuff like that, but then they start fighting, and they don't, like, because everything just gets kind of lost. Because, okay, so whenever you have a fight scene and stuff, I think it's important to establish the area that you're fighting in. Even if it is an open area, there still needs to be, like, references to where things are because that's how you get spatial awareness to then contemplate like the impact of something like if because like the background of it i remember was being like all like super blurry and it was hard to track where anything was so whenever you'd get hit like you knew he flew back but yeah. like the tracking the blurriness of it the loss of space and like spatial awareness of it all i just remember thinking like okay like how far was that like how sh- like it didn't ground any of it and it didn't look good either. Now, the rest of the movie was great, but the rest of the movie was far more grounded. It didn't try and go for the giant CG fest because they could have done that and not leaned so heavily into the CG. And if they were going to lean so heavily into the CG, I think they could have utilized it better. But they were trying to really exaggerate things with the CG. And it just. I would like to point out didn't... that the CG, uh, the Actually, usage of CG towards the end highlighted a full-fledged wonder woman and the rest of the movie was just a nerfed wonder woman Wonder Woman. but speaking of uh but but besides the ending of the first wonder woman second wonder woman trailer my god Uh, thoughts looks good i think it looks good we'll definitely see how it's gonna turn out uh just because i mean it is uh it is dc here they did good with Wonder Woman, like I said, they fucked it up at the end. Um, I think they did pretty good with Aquaman, but I think that's because they had Jason Momoa. If they didn't have Jason Momoa, I feel like it wouldn't have been nearly as good. But it was because of Jason Momoa. And here's the thing is, is like every single one of their movies, they always they they always fuck up the CG. And so this is coming back to the Wonder I really Woman two hate trailer. DC CG. <laughs> I do because it doesn't look good like and the thing is is like they're going like because in fucking um what was it in justice league like they try and do the long shot of the car where like they're trying to help batman get to the thing and whatever and like the way he stretches through time and like they for some reason it seems like they stretch out the background like they're doing the fucking um the nitrous oxide boost from fucking fast and furious on him and it's like elongating the like it just it doesn't <laughs> doesn't fucking work look, here's, here's, now, the, here's the thing about that CG it looks fine it's not the CG no, you hate it does it's not the, look the, fine I promise you it's the coordination no. of the choreography that you hate no and I the, also, also the, tell the you camera it angles. does not look hang on it also does not look good though it's not great did you mind at all the the um I'm thinking of a very specific scene uh, in in Justice League. Did you mind the slow motion scene 
the 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 flash scene where he's running around <laughs> and uh he's like he like helps wonder woman like move like uh he like i think it's like he slightly moves her sword by tapping it yeah, I don't. Did I'd you have mind to because I don't. I remember CG. that. See, that's the thing is, is I remember the one from what's it called? Uh, what's that movie? The um, Quicksilver. Quicksilver. I remember the one with Quicksilver, and I remember I liked that one. Um, and I know they did it in Justice League, but I know they didn't do it as that's well. That's hilarious because so. the Quicksilver scene. Oh, oh wait, hang on. Are you talking about X Men? Or Avengers, hang on. There's because there's two. There's there's two different. The 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 like the the X Men one, like the one with the dude from American Horror Story. Okay. Like the they were they were the first ones who did it. Where like he's in the circular room and they have him like running on the wall okay. and like touching everything. He like touches a dude and like then when it comes back, like his cheek is all. See now, if you want to talk about good CG in a scene. That. What about the second? That's good scene? CG. Uh, they did it again, didn't they? They did. Mm, did I see that? I might have seen it. I don't know. All these movies were a long time ago. I <laughs> I have to remember them. Well, I do not. I I actually don't mind a lot of <sighs> see, DC this CG just like... only because like these are this, the, the, these are you know God beings it's always going to look weird and wonky no matter what because our tiny human brains no we it, know that it's it not it doesn't real. have to look bad though it doesn't look it bad. can be unrealistic and still look good it doesn't it doesn't look bad per se it does like bad is a lot henry of henry cavill's lip that's pretty bad henry cavill's i mean lip that's is pretty bad it was super super awful but, but here's like, the thing is, is it could definitely be better it could. I, I mean, wouldn't call it. It could because I be better, but I don't think. I would say that there's many other studios who could do it far better. I mean, Avatar was completely unrealistic, and our feeble human brains can, you know, understand this. But it all still looks far superior, and it's far older. I disagree. Fully. It looks great. I actually just rewatched it. It looks great. Avatar is a beautiful movie. However, I don't think it looks better than some of the shots that we were given in the Wonder Woman trailer. The Wonder Woman trailer I'm I'm skeptical. I'm skeptical on that. Of the But CG I think I, it's cool it's cool the, when she like the quality of the movie. Uh CG because that's the thing like okay so with Wonder Woman I thought it was a great movie. Um I just really didn't like the end. One because I thought like the ending fight and the ending villain I just thought it was kind of cheesy and dumb. Um I mean I did feel emotional though. To a degree, I guess emotional be the word. When um the boyfriend dies, I don't even remember his fucking name. But um, he's back. When though. the boyfriend dies, <laughs> he's, yeah, apparently he's, he's back. back thanks to the trailer. <laughs> so they just kind of yeah, I don't yeah. That's one thing I'm not sure on, and that's one thing that fucking confuses me. Um, but I have a theory. Yeah, I liked the end. Uh, well, I, didn't, I mean, I didn't like the end. I liked that part of the end. Mm-hmm. I liked the rest of the movie. The end, I thought, was just. Not that great. Um, but the movie as a whole, though. It's a solid movie. The movie was good. And they handled the whole, like, woman superhero thing, I think, better than Marvel did. And because, one, um, what's her name? Gagado. She can actually convey and express emotion far better than I think Brie Larson did throughout the entire thing of Captain She's likable, too. She's likable. She's not just kind of, like, 
the snarky smart ass who you're supposed to like because she's a smarky smart ass but she just comes off as an asshole yeah and that's i think the problem with captain marvel um and then she's just not like relatable at all like the one time captain marvel is like back against the ropes she still beats everybody's fucking ass while she's severely handicapped but it doesn't matter should i just call this episode we hate captain marvel I mean, basically you could, but I'm getting back to the where that <laughs> Wonder Woman at least seems relatable. Like, she has emotions, she goes through those emotions, she's a very relatable character, like, she doesn't seem like an asshole. So I am excited to see Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman again. I'm very curious as to how the boyfriend came back. I hope it's not a stupid cop-out. I'm looking forward to the um, villain of this movie. Which they didn't uh, show us in the trailer at all. Yeah. I wonder who it's going to be. Well, it's, uh, well, actually, well, do, do, we know? do well, I know. <laughs> oh, you, I didn't see it. Do you, well, do you want to know? Cause I don't know now if you want to completely avoid that. I don't want to know yet. Okay. Well, I'm, <laughs> not yet. They, she's in the trailer. Well, she, I, oh. I don't actually, I don't know if she's the main villain. I just know that she is a villain. Uh, mm-hmm. and I know who she will be. And I, uh, just in case they do show her later on, I just want it to put it. I want to put it on the record. I am so excited to see how they're going to make her look. Because this villain traditionally, uh, in animation, looks so like in, in in animation she looks fine because it's the kind of thing that you draw and you get it like it makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. in in person in live action, it's gonna be very interesting because it won't it will either be in the uncanny valley of cats, <laughs> or it will be some type of totally new different take on the character and how she looks. So right. I am super down with it. Um I'm 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 fucking excited to see to see the what this villain should look like in this universe. Yeah. I mean I think they can do it. I don't know who's directing it. Of course it. they can do, do it. Know? It's uh it's the same it's the same uh woman as the last same director yeah. who did the the last one? Yes. Well, hopefully she learned from her ending scene. It, I don't know. <laughs> How yeah. to do. That ending scene seemed very, like, it seemed like they ran out of time. But we kind of got sidetracked on Wonder Woman. <laughs> but uh, I think it's going to be good. We'll really enjoy it. Oh, my God. Love it. I 10 got, out of 10. Dude, I have to get my, my Wonder Woman theory out. Oh, okay. Go ahead, because I'm going to link you something. Yes, link me the thing. So go ahead. And while you're doing that, I'm going to fuck it. Okay. So there's a scene in the trailer where she is riding on lightning. Okay? And then she's Oh, the, she's like whipping to the she, lightning. Yeah, she's whipping. Like she's Spider-Man. using the lightning like yeah, exactly. She's she's <laughs> like riding that shit. And, mm-hmm. you know, Steve Trevor comes back. Okay? Uh we know Wonder Woman fucks with gods, and she also gets this crazy like sick ass armor that like gives her wings. Mhm. I think Zeus is a thing. I think Zeus is is going to be responsible for a lot of the shit we see. Now, didn't they have um, Ares? Cause... Exactly. Ares was yeah, okay. in the last movie. And I think in this case, you know, there's so much, you know, there's a lot of lightning. There's golden armor. One of mm-hmm. Zeus's animals, one of his symbols was, I believe it was the eagle? Eagle or falcon? Mm, yeah, I think he's the eagle. I think it's the eagle. I think. I think. And, it would make sense if it was the eagle. And so that's what I'm assuming. I'm assuming uh, Zeus plays a hand in this movie. That would make a lot of sense, actually. Yeah. I could see that. In the good old 80s. He's now that I think out. about... 
Honestly, I'm kind of excited that they're doing the 80s, but literally everybody's doing the fucking 80s now. It's like the hottest shit. It's the best time to be alive, bro. It's the 80s. Let's just jump to Modern Warfare real quick, because we've been putting this off for three weeks now. Oh, man. Um, Sorry, free guy. Long story short, we think it's going to be a cool, it's going to be a cool movie. It's, it's, I think it's Saints free, Row. Free guy's going to, yeah, free, free guy's going to be cool. It's got Ryan Reynolds, I'm on board. I'm going to watch it, 100%. Yeah, I think everybody. If you haven't seen the trailer, it. look it up. It's super good. Yeah, I mean, it's been posted fucking everywhere. It, especially if you follow anything video game related, it, I'm sure you've seen it by now. <laughs> um, but speaking of video games, <clears throat> we'll go back to our wheelhouse now. Oh, baby. Um, so Call of Duty just had their too much CG season one. Call of Duty. Call of Duty. It's got too much CG. I don't like it. You know what? You're right. It's all trash. I think it's uh. I really think Infinity War needs to step it up with the CG shit because it's, it's pretty. You know, on that trash. note, they actually did do a really good job on this game because they finally used a different engine for the first time, and I don't even know how long. You know what? Actually, so. Modern Warfare is the first game I've ever seen that actually had pixelated lighting effects. You know, that was... I didn't have that problem. It might, maybe it was just me. Maybe my hard drive's just fucked up. But, like, literally... Yeah, I didn't have first, that problem. Like, within the first... Uh, that first opening section of the story. And it was only the story. Uh, they have, like, these, like, flare effects coming off from, like, the base you're attacking. And they were just straight-up oh, squares. Phosphorus? They were just straight-up squares. Even the fire, the flames, when the place is burning. Squares. Yeah, I feel like that was on your side, because when I was playing it, it looked all really good. So what what is it about Modern Warfare? Because I haven't really been playing it all that all that much. Um, I've barely played it, but they did have the um, the biggest free content drop in Call of Duty history. That's basically um, the breakdown of it is is they had their season one launch, and with season one we got a battle pass, free and paid, and then we also got a not a lot of free content, which is actually really cool for call of duty because you know they don't always do that (laughs) but basically what we got is on the free side we'll get into the battle pass in a second we got new multiplayer maps so we got crash um that's a returning favorite from cod 4 vacant shipment uh, also shipments a remake and all that is vacant a remake i can't remember if vacant is or not but i know shipment is a remake from call of duty 4 so those are smaller maps shipment definitely is like the smallest map in call of duty history Crash um, is like a fan favorite. I'm not a huge fan of Crash, to be honest with you. Um, but then we have a new Ground War map, which is Port, which I'm guessing is a port. So there's that. Haven't played it yet. Um, new gunfight maps, so the 2v2. There's Cargo, which I have played, which is not bad. Um, Atrium, which I've played. It's super small. And then it just says, and more. So I guess we're getting more 2v2 maps at some point. Um, new multiplayer modes, so there's Reinforce, um, which is like, it's got like three domination flags, there's limited lives, but if you capture a flag, your teammates come back to life, if you capture all three flags, you win that round, or if you kill all the other team, you win that round, so, uh, I played it once with Adrian, uh, I didn't really like it, but, for some people, I'm sure it's okay, mm-hmm. there's Gunfight OSP, which was in the beta, which is where you have to, like, get the guns in Gunfight, they don't just give them to you, which I didn't like as much as normal Gunfight. We have Infected, which works the same as any other Infected in, like, Halo or anything else like that, I'm sure. 
um, new special ops experiences, which this is something I want to do with you, actually, is we jump back into the spec ops, because I think they've fixed some stuff. We neglected that so hard. <laughs> because it was trash, and it was absolutely dumb, because... You never played Spec Ops in Modern Warfare 2, but it was so much better back in Modern Warfare 2. So it wasn't just me? Because <laughs> I, no, I, no, no. I was like, this is this is it? Like, this is what the hype's about? No. So, okay, in Modern Warfare 2, it worked to where there was, like, a set mission. Like, it was basically a level. And then you could select difficulty and then clearing time. Like, if you cleared it or whatever on a difficulty, you could get, like, three stars. And so you just tried to three-star everything. And they didn't have any of that. But I hear they added the three-star system back into it. Um, you get actually more experience for leveling now. That was like an older patch. Um, weapon XP, I think is still not good though, but we have, um, new experiences for spec ops, which are going to be bomb squad, grounded, pitch black, just reward, and then, and more. There's like a vault in the picture for the promotional art. So I'm wondering if maybe it'll be like a heist thing, which could be kind of cool. Maybe some like payday two type shit. So we'll see. Um, new weapons. So there's two new weapons, the Ram 7 and the Holger 26. And so this is pretty cool. The, both of these weapons are in the free part of the battle pass. So you don't have to get the premium pass to actually get the two new guns. You don't have to get the premium pass to get any of that shit that we just talked about. All that shit's free. Um, and like, you don't even have to max out the battle pass to get the guns. I know, I think it's the Ram 7. You can get like level 30. I don't know when you get the Holger though, but... Basically, those are all free things that you get in Season 1. Now, like we said before, there is the paid part of the Battle Pass. And with that, you get the Operator Mara. So on the picture we're looking at, she's Mara, so she's the new Operator. If you buy the premium thing, you get her right away. You get like an hour, double XP. Uh, and you get like two other things. I think you get like a watch and something else. Um, but it works the same as any other battle pass. It's 1,000 COD points, so it's $10. You get 1,100 for $10. If you go all the way through the battle pass, I don't know where the last COD point, um, prize is in the battle pass, okay. but you can get up to 1,300 COD points throughout the battle pass. So if you buy it, theoretically, if you grind it out all 100 tiers, you'll get enough money to get the next one. And really, you only need to get 900 because you'll have that extra 100 left over. So it works so. a lot the way, like, Fortnite's Battle Pass did. Yeah, it works basically the exact same thing as Fortnite's does. Um, and basically, you have all your free stuff. And then some of the free stuff I was going through it is actually not bad. Um, the paid stuff is all pretty good. It's not as bloated. So you remember playing Black Ops 4, how they had the contraband system? No. But, like, oh, okay, well... You know, at the you played it when they had the contraband system. Uh, maybe, but I don't think I ever used it. I don't think I ever. Well, like you would it. automatically. I think you'd automatically get like one case after like an hour worth of gameplay or something like that. But the thing is, is like by the time like the third like big update came around or whatever, it was so bloated with shit that it was just impossible. Mm-hmm. One, you could get duplicates through the contraband system. Two. If you'd get a weapon charm, you'd have to get it for every weapon. So it wasn't like you got the one weapon charm. What happened if you got a duplicate? Do you Nothing. Unless you got three duplicates. After three duplicates, they would give you something you hadn't gotten yet. Which <sighs> could be the exact same charm you had for the AK-7, but you got it for the M4 this time. Because you had to get charms for every weapon, not just one charm for all weapons. Sounds like League. Not even, not even all classes. 
It was for a specific weapon. Same thing with death effects. It was for operators and all that other stuff. So it just got so bloated. Along with sprays and all this other shit and the stickers. So COD 4 was trash, basically. Yeah. The monetization of it was absolutely trash. Um, Gameplay-wise and all that, like in the modes and stuff. I mean, zombies got neglected, but I thought it was fun. I had fun with Blackout. I know you're not a huge fan of the Battle Royales. But anyway. It was fun. Monetization-wise. Yeah. Monetization-wise, though, it was absolutely trash and one of the worst in the whole series um but this one they do still have like sprays which i don't know if anybody gives a fuck about sprays i know i don't they have charms in the battle pass but the charm once you get it you can use it on any gun so that's nice same thing with the sprays they have operator skins which none of them looked that drastically different um they have a few gun skins which actually look pretty good they have a lot of um emblems and calling cards a lot of them are animated which is pretty cool um what else oh knives watches they have some watches that you can get as well um and then at the end of it i think there's like a contract you have to or like a mission contract that you have to complete to get like a different skin for mara and so um we'll put on screen me like scrolling through the entire battle pass so you can see like kind of what's in there but i think overall this whole season one update was actually really good. The only thing is, is they didn't do a lot of like major game changes that I wish they would have done, like footstep audio and stuff like that. They didn't really touch, which I was kind of hoping they would. I think they did some weapon balancing, but I don't know if it was anything major. But a lot of free content, the battle pass, if you buy it and you actually play the game, you can get through did it. Did you buy and it? And then you won't have to buy another one. Yeah, I got it. Just because I wanted to try and go through it and I wanted to see like how long it would take and stuff. Because I heard people say it would take like an hour and everything. Uh-huh. I'm probably not going to get through the whole thing. But it does seem maybe a little less than an hour depending on... I, I don't know if it's like also XP based or not. It's kind of hard to tell. It doesn't really tell you. The bar just kind of goes up and that's it. Like it doesn't give you like a number or anything like that. It just kind of the bar kind of goes up and you get stuff as you go along. How has the Call of Duty community reacted? Like, what's the reception to these updates in the in the Battle Pass? Positive, it seems like, from what I've gathered. Mainly because it's not nearly as greedy or fucked up as Call of Duty Black Ops 4 was. It's a thousand times better. Honestly, like, another, like, reason why in the back of my head I bought it was just to support them not being greedy fucks like they were in Black Ops 4. Like, this is a major step in the right direction. This is a lot of free content and like that you don't have to pay for. And then it's just a little extra stuff if you want to pay for it. Um, like the new weapons, normally in like the past Call of Duty so far, those have been locked behind a paywall. And it's just kind of like... So this is really interesting. Yeah. Just because like you seem... I, I, like, I know you're enjoying the game when you do play it. Like so far everything I've seen, just like everything that's been thrown at me... And I don't know if this is like a like a thing with just like, I don't know, things that get views because they everything I've seen has been relatively like low attention, I think. But like I've been bombarded with just like people having issues with the game. I mean, people still have issues because it's a lot different than Call of Duty's used to. And I think people still want like I said, there wasn't like a big footstep audio change. And there wasn't a big like they didn't revert back to the old minimap, which everybody wants to happen. So they had this big update, but they didn't fix some of the things people have problems with. 
with the game. And obviously the people who are more upset will be more loud than the people who are happy. Um, but I mean, I don't know. I think coming from Black Ops 4 and the path Call of Duty was going down, this is just so nice as a monetization system. Although I will say, there is one thing that concerns me. What is that? So, there are two new operators with this. I had to look into this because the only one they show you is Mara. But there's another one called Nikto or something like that. Mm-hmm. He's in the opening cinematic when you boot up the game. He's got like the um, he's got like this black riot shield mask thing on. He's another operator, but apparently he's being added into the store. So there is a store now. Okay. Now there's not my there's not loot boxes in the store, but you can buy like and there's not like weapons that you can buy. You can just buy like skins and stuff, right? Mm. So they're keeping it like that. My problem is though is that everything's bundled. You can't just buy one skin for however many points you have to buy the weapon skin bundle which comes with the skin you want a spray and like a calling card and then like maybe a weapon charm that you don't give a shit about but you have to buy it for 800 points which they don't sell 800 points so you have to spend 10 dollars, and then you have 300 points left over so then you might as well buy another five dollars have you heard about the survey that they that infinity ward has sent out Mm-mm. apparently it's a survey to try and like ask like, because apparently, I, I'm actually, as you're talking and explaining the whole situation, I'm going through the Modern Warfare subreddit, which mm-hmm. is, you know, ooh, a subreddit. But, you know, it's interesting to see, because mm-hmm. this, is, this is generally probably going to be one of the more dedicated uh, spots for people that love this game. Because mm-hmm. why talk about it if you don't love it? Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm seeing a lot of people, uh, and I guess something about the Call of Duty player base in Modern Warfare dropping off a bit right now. And apparently Infinity Ward has taken note of that. So they've sent out surveys to people that they believe that are, you know, uh, hardcore or just like core Call of Duty player bases and fans Mm -hmm. to see what they can do to bring them back. And there's a subreddit post. uh, It says, if you want core players to come back, you shouldn't need a survey. We've made it painfully clear, which is a lot of complaints on this subreddit. I think the biggest thing people are complaining about is map design. That's been one of the biggest fucking problems is map design. Um, the game caters to campers a lot more than past Call of Duties. Mm-hmm. Other Call of Duties were all about rushing and stuff. So I think there's like, if we're looking at the game from like core gameplay perspectives, yeah, like the main like hardcore Call of Duty community, this isn't like past Call of Duties. Yeah. This is a much different Call of Duty. It plays differently at a fundamental level. Which we noticed right away, even from the beta. Yeah. Exactly. Like it's fundamentally different. It's a it's a new game. They're trying to like redo things here. They're like they're trying to break the mold all up because Call of Duty was stagnating. So they're switching it all up and they're trying to see what works. They changed the mini map, footsteps, camping's more encouraged, non three lane maps and things like that. Right. So they tried something different. They tried for more realism and things like that. And people like their arcade shooter, so a lot of people are upset. And I get it. The maps aren't that great, at least the ones they launched with. But the other thing is, is we didn't have to pay $15 for a map pack to get maps that were better. They've given us Shoot House for free, and then they've given us three maps in this update for free. Two of them are fan favorites from Call of Duty Modern Warfare, which the first one, which 
was like the best in the series. Crash and Shipment. So, I mean, like, they gave us, or they gave people maps theoretically they should like for free without charging you $15 to get the maps. So, I think why people are mad is fundamental gameplay stuff, mm. not tied to... So, you're happy with the, the, the content that's, like, obviously being given. Oh, yeah. Because it's... it's yeah. And it does seem better, because I do recall that, you know, Call of Duty kind of started this whole map pack DLC, uh, like, mm-hmm. seasonal thing bullshit before seasons were even, like, a thing. Mm-hmm. So, like, it does seem yeah. like they're giving players more content to use, which is nice, even though they've that's the thing removed that, a playlist, like, right? Yeah, I mean, most people will never be happy, but, I mean, compared to what we had before, if you don't like the core gameplay mechanics of it, then, like, this doesn't drastically change. It's not a big update to change that. It's a big update to give you more content, mm-hmm. and I think that's where people, because even I was, like, a little upset that there were some changes I wanted to see didn't pop up. And I think that's where a lot of people are like, oh, this is why I'm mad. Because they don't like the core gameplay features that are there mm-hmm. because it's so different than what they're used to. So even though they got the best content drop Call of Duty's had and since I can remember for free, it doesn't matter because they're not having fun because they think, you know, dying to campers all the time, which you fucking do. So there is that. But you're having fun. Yeah, I'm having a good time. Um. Like I said, I still have problems with the core gameplay sometimes too, but sometimes it feels really good. Like, I don't know. I'm back and forth on it. Um, I'm not playing it as religiously as I did Black Ops 4, mm. like with Blackout, but then they ruined that game for me with all their microtransaction bullshit. Um, it just got out of control. So I'm willing to, like, stick with this game and help support it if they're going to be doing handling content like this, just so that way next year they see, oh, it was a really big success when we did big free content updates like this. So maybe we don't have to charge people so much because they will buy a battle pass as long as we give them what, you know, good content updates. Mm-hmm. So I think it's something that should be supported because it at least shows that, you know, this is a better system, which it is. The only thing is, like I said, is bundles. I'm not a huge fan of bundles because like you want one thing, you have to buy more points just to get the bundle. And then it's always, you know, off value. So you have a little bit left over. So you just have to buy a little bit more to get that next thing. Like, but I get it. It's a marketing thing. I'm just not a huge fan of bundles. So, but as long as they're not locking weapons or anything, or the prices get too crazy, because I know in Black Ops 4 they tried to sell, like, a melee weapon hammer with some, like, loot boxes that weren't duplicate protected for, like, $30. It was fucking insane. As long as they don't do anything like that, and they keep their bundles reasonable and cosmetic only, and it's just whatever, that's fine. But it looks like all the main content, maps, game modes, everything else, guns, all free. Good. That's a good thing. DJ's happy? Very happy, actually. <laughs> I don't know. I just like to see when people do the right thing. Excuse and me. I think this is the Santi's right thing. Santi's happy. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Either way, it doesn't matter. Put some respect on your name. Some respect on my name. <laughs> but I think, I think it should be applauded. That they did this, and that they didn't rip people off. Okay. Like, it's a good value that you get in what they gave you for free. And then even what they tried to give you to pay for, I still think is a pretty good value. If you're a fan of cosmetics and stuff. If you like cosmetics and you like looking different, and you like to show off. Yeah, there's none of that, uh, like, you're paying $5 for, like, a single dot. 
like in the last game. Yeah, exactly. You're not, you get $10 and you get 100 tiers worth of things. Some are good, some aren't, but still. $10 for all of that, plus everything else was free. This is, a, this is good. <laughs> this is value. This is what I like to see. Um, and I think they're listening to people, and I think the core gameplay changes that people want to see will come later. Like, I think they're working on them. They can't just, com- they can't completely redesign their entire fucking game within, mm-hmm. like, a month and a half, you know? Like, because they built these systems around these things, so it's not like, I mean, you could say, oh, just turn down all the footsteps, throw the old minimap back on, and do whatever. That's the one thing I'm going to say no is not going to happen. I don't think they're going to change the gameplay at all. Because what they've done, from what I could tell, is that they've altered the the, the map packs, like the old maps that they've brought into this game, to more fit the flow of pace in game that they are that they currently have now. So well, see, that's where I don't think they're going to change the actual gameplay at all because it would be counterintuitive to the changes that they've made into old maps. Well, the thing is, the main changes they made for the old maps, I feel like, is for things like whenever you can mount. Now, the thing is, though, is that they're does their gameplay design doesn't benefit to the new maps because the new maps are like traditional three lane maps or like shipment is like super small close quarters it isn't about being tactical in shipment which is what their whole core gameplay philosophy was mm-hmm. so i think they know that people want more three lane less camping more hectic chaotic bullshit because that's what call of duty's always been mm-hmm. and i think that's why they that's why they gave shoot house first map out the gate because they probably had a few they could have gave but they knew people wanted small three lane chaotic map so they released shoot house and everybody loved it and everybody was happy with it and then they released crash crowd favorite and then shipment the smallest map in call of duty history so they're releasing these things that appeal to the small hectic chaotic like high kill high death games where you know you're running around and you got to be like all twitchy and shit like that and it's not nearly as tactical yeah because the maps they released with the game at first really revolved around that whole being super tactical and everything like that so i think if they were going to stick with that route mm-hmm. they would have put those maps out because you know they have more they have to have more maps made. i'm gonna say they, that they because so far so for the record i have not played crash I have not really messed with the new game modes at all. Actually, I haven't played Call of Duty since they updated it. I've launched the game because I thought we were going to play it once, and then we ended up not, and then I closed it, and we played Fighters instead. Um, Mm -hmm. But from what I've seen, Crash is the map that has gotten the most, like, it's been on my radar. And every single piece of thing that I've seen covering Crash is that they've ruined it. Don't know how. Don't know why. I just know that they've changed the map to some degree but i've never seen anyone be happy with crash i never liked crash to be good with i've seen people who've liked it okay i've seen some people who didn't like it just because they wanted something new not crash because we've had crash in like six different call of duties at this point so but i've also seen people who are like oh crash is back and they're like slaying on crash because like oh it feels just like old time yeah so i think it's not on my radar at all i have no stake in this call of duty game because i was never a call of duty kid (laughs) The thing is, is I think they'll tweak it to eventually cut down on camping more and more. And the thing is, is like, so with maps, like, they can always close off a window or they can close, they could close off an entire fucking building if they wanted to. Like, if it gets to the point where the overwhelming feedback is that there's too many sight lines on this map and there's too many things on this map and the cover here sucks, 
they can edit that. That's not a problem. I don't think they will, personally. I think they would if they had to. I would bet my Nintendo Switch that they probably wouldn't. I mean, that just depends on if it's worth it for them enough to do it. Which I don't think it is. For that to happen. I I personally don't I mean, they've already, like... Because, like, what is on Piccadilly, the the flag, uh-huh. they moved the flag over there because people are like, the flag is, you know, an atrocious spot. So they moved the flag to a better location, changing spawns and stuff like that. Is that for a capture the flag and game it, mode? Um, no, for, like, domination and all the all the flag modes, any flag mode. They oh, okay. moved the flag because people were like, the spawn, the spawn suck and this flag position sucks ass and it's not fun. So they moved the flag position. That's not and a I map mean, change, great, though. I mean... It changes how the map is played, though, because now the flag's in a different... You, it changes the flow of the map completely, because you're not running the same spot, same lane, same sight But it's not like closing like off something, you know? It's not... Yeah, but that's not hard. Literally, you just put a window up. I don't think, that, I don't think they would do that. Oh, I think they would. Because it's, it's like a whole hitbox removal thing. You literally just block off the window. And has and have have those uh those flag changes have they benefited? Like are people happy with that or are they not? From what I saw, I mean Piccadilly is still not the worst map ever. Favorite map? <laughs> yeah, it's not anybody's favorite map. But they were like, "That's a good change." Everybody was like, "Yes, the flag needed to be moved. That's better." Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to cut us off now because we're approaching a minute and twenty. Oh, okay. But I do want to say that there is uh. There is someone that I've been watching lately, the past few days. I mentioned it before, uh, Blame Truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he's someone that I guess played like a lot of competitive Call of Duty and had like he played all the past. Ones I know who he is. Uh, has like yeah okay so you yeah he fucking hates this game, which that's fair. <laughs> he fucking he fucking despises this game for all kinds of reasons. And every single video he's released in the past two weeks since that game has come out is just trash canning it map design, gameplay flow, everything. And the thing is, is like, I know Hutch, he's been playing since back in like 2007, Nate Shot, also Hex, all these mm. people they played in the pro scene, they're having a great time playing it. So, I mean, you yeah. know, like, Hutch absolutely loves it. He likes uh-huh. the remake of Crash. He had a great time. Like, there was videos of him, like, popping off on Crash because he's like, oh, it feels just the same. I remember where everything is, you know? So, like, he's still right. playing Crash like he did back in the day. Nade shot, who's a professional, you know, player. He founded 100 Thieves mm-hmm. and all that shit, and that's how big he was in esports. He doesn't like Crash, but he doesn't like it because he didn't want a remake. He wanted a new map. Some people don't want new map, you know, but... Who's the guy that was told to adapt? Oh, I think that was Syndicate. It's like a famous quote. Syndicate told that to Dr. Disrespect, I think. <laughs> and I think Dr. <laughs> Disrespect had a good answer, though. He's like, that's not how I want to play the game, though. I don't want to adapt to a gameplay style I don't want to play. And I think that's a very valid concern. And I think if people, if like that's their main beef with it, like they don't mm-hmm. want to be forced to play the game a certain way, I completely get that. Like, I mean, you can you can adapt your play style to be more in line with how they do it and still try and do it your way. But if like you're dead set on, I want to play this game like I did Black Ops 4, I want to play it like I did fucking Black Ops 1 or Modern Warfare 2, that's how I want to play this game. But, you know, and you're like, I'm not going to change anything about my gameplay. Then, yeah, I could see why you'd be frustrated and not want to play it. So one final question. Mm-hmm. Have you adapted? <laughs> yeah, I think I've gotten better at it. <laughs> I mean, I try not to run around as much anymore. It's more about just like holding down a certain area and checking those corners, which I mean, 
can sometimes like sometimes I'll go run around and try and be an idiot, and then if I'm trying really hard, I'll go to that adapted play style, I guess. Um, running around has gotten better because they've gotten buffs to submachine guns and stuff, so it's more viable. So that's the thing; it's getting more viable to rush compared to just camping around. I think there definitely are still things that need to be worked on, though. So. Yeah. Fair enough. That's it. Well, on that wonderful note, it is nearly one thirty in the morning. Yeah. Oh, also, um, I'm fucking tired. Quick heads you up. You have to work. Uh, any gameplay that you see going on the back comes straight from my stream at Mandalore Prime oh, yeah. on Mixer. Link will be in the description. Yes, it will be. That's mainly for my three friends who haven't followed me on Mixer yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I called Jesus them out. Christ. All right, I'm out of here. <laughs>